You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. The images and the video out of Beirut this week were hard to fathom. I was thinking about what I saw and, and watched several videos of the explosion. And as I was thinking about it later, I thought, if I were to put myself in that city when that happened, that is terrifying. And I pray that, and I hope that the corruption and the deception within that nation is exposed in these days. But that, what happened there in Lebanon, in Beirut, is a physical reality that speaks to a profound spiritual truth that is spoken of in the book of Hebrews, specifically in Hebrews chapter 12. And I want to read what it says there. See that you do not refuse him who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, much less will we escape if we reject him who warns from heaven. At that time, His voice shook the earth, but now he has promised. Yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken. That is, things that have been made, in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, And thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. The reality is, and we see this throughout all of history, and we certainly see this now, is that God will shake things in our world. Not just allow things to be shaken, but God himself is shaking things in our world, in our lives. That which we think is sustaining and supporting us, but in reality is a facade and is holding up something that cannot be supported. Counterfeits. Temporal security that has no ability to produce what we actually need in our lives. And God will allow those things to be shaken. He will allow those things to be torn down so that we will see what actually cannot be shaken. And the reality of shaking in this world, there will be shaking all the way up until Jesus comes and returns to establish his kingdom. Jesus spoke of it with clarity. When we have lived in a place of wealth and affluence and comfort and autonomy and perceived self-determination, like we have lived in for a long time, a long time, decades in this part of the world, when we have lived like that, Shaking will cause great uncertainty. And I think that we are seeing that right now on so many levels all around us. And and perhaps the false kingdoms that we have built and worked hard to sustain are being shown for what they are. Counterfeits. They are never meant to hold our security, our worth, our identity, or our hope. But certainly... 
they they seek to offer that to us, that which is not true, that which is not real. And in these verses, when the writer of Hebrews speaks about this shaking and what God will do and what he will allow, he says, therefore, let us be grateful. <laughs> did, you, did you catch that when, when you're reading those verses? Therefore, let us be grateful. Now, that's the first part of the verse. The second part's really important. For receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. But really? Like, I should be grateful? Because shaking, like what is written here, and, and when we experience this in our lives, is tremendously unsettling, to say the least. It's, it, it, it's, it elicits all sorts of emotions and feelings in us. And the writer's saying, we should be grateful. And, and, and having said that, I'm not ignoring the emotional, mental, psychological impact. But this shaking does reveal to us. And it's showing us there is a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And we need to keep this before us and in the forefront of our minds throughout our lives, but certainly throughout a time like we're in right now. And through everything that's going on right now, around us and the uncertainty and where it feels strange and we don't like it. We need to hear the truth of God's word and we need to remind ourselves of what the totality of God's word shows us. And that is that God is not caught off guard. God is not duped by any of this. God is not distant and God is not out to trick you. He's not withholding something from you. He's not keeping something from you. And that is, again, one of the telltale signs of Satan's work in our lives when we begin to believe that because that is the root of deception. Rather, God is calling us to worship. He's calling us to live lives surrendered to him, led by the Spirit, surrendered to the way of Jesus, full of faith and hope that God is establishing his kingdom. Now, how do we hold that, that truth? And how do we live out of that truth while recognizing that the world around us is going to feel very different from that? And the world around us is going to feel very unsettled. And there's going to be a lot of things happening that looks like chaos and tumult and how, and how do we live in the midst of that with this peaceful calm given to us by the Spirit? And, and that's, that's something that Jesus is calling us to, to live by the Spirit so that we live with that peaceful presence and, and with that lack, with, with not, not living out of anxiety like so much of the world is living out of right now, but we live with peaceful presence. And in a, in a hedonistic, it, like recognizing this in the midst of this, that in a hedonistic, materialistic, consumeristic culture that is driven by autonomy and self-determination, that is worshipped and adored, this shaking that's going on is going to look and feel and be presented as absolutely catastrophic. Because loss of control 
and loss of these temporal foundations that we have built our lives upon is going to create all sorts of upheaval in every part of society and in every area of the world. And to have that understanding and to live with that biblical framework and mindset and out of that biblical paradigm that this will happen, it's clearly talked about in God's word. And yet we don't have to live out of that. We live out of this perspective that we're grateful because what it's revealing is there is a kingdom. There's God's kingdom that he's working and establishing that will never, ever be shaken. And so in this, what is the invitation of Jesus? Live for my kingdom. Live for righteousness. Live for right relationship, being aligned to Jesus. Live free. Live in my freedom and follow my way. That's encouraging. And so, friends, I want to encourage you with that. It, it deeply encourages me that in the midst of many things happening that in the natural can leave us with all sorts of emotions, this reminder that God is not caught off guard, that God is working through all of this. And I know that there is a kingdom that cannot be shaken and I'm invited into that kingdom and into relationship through Christ and the Father welcomes me. That's encouraging. And so I want to live a life and I, I want to pursue a life of worship and living in awe of what God is doing and in reverence of him, submitted to him with my life. Be blessed, be encouraged. We will see you again. Thank you.